everyone, and welcome to Your Business Accelerated. I am your host, Attorney Shani B. And as always, I'm reminding you to maximize your competence, to get the confidence you need to succeed. I remind everyone again that we are in listen-only mode for Your Business Accelerated. So what are we doing tonight? Tonight, I want to talk to you about stock issuance. And if you have an LLC, then all of the things that we're going to talk about tonight are going to be roughly analogous, whereas in a corporation, you have stock. In an LLC, you will have membership interests. And your, your membership units or membership interests will be, rec- will be manifested in a certificate, just like a stock certificate. So you can pretty much draw a, a, a line between the two. They're pretty much the same in that respect. Now, I met with a couple of clients of mine for lunch last week, late in the week. I found out that they had a lot of trepidation about how much of their stock they could or should take and how much they should leave in the treasury. And so I wanted to have a general conversation about that. And again, remind you that this is a general conversation. And the ultimate answer for my clients and for you is really going to be embodied in a conversation that I have with your CPA because it's, it's really going to depend on what your overall tax picture looks like for the company and for you as a shareholder of the company. But I was able to talk to them about the issuance of the shares in general and what it meant for them in terms of their liability. And I'd like to share some of that information with you tonight. What I, I stated to them was, you know, the whole point of a corporation or an LLC is that you have limited liability protection. And what that means on the ground level is that you are on the hook for whatever investment you have in the company. So for these particular clients, they had loaned the company a total of about $60,000 in cash and we were actually not dealing with that as a purchase of shares in the company. We were dealing with that for tax tax reasons as a loan to the company. So I created a promissory note where the company was going to start paying them back on a quarterly basis an amount which was equal to a certain percentage for a time, and then eventually the company would start to pay them back interest plus capital payments, and then uh, they would get paid back everything. So that was a separate issue, but they, they were really, really stuck on how many shares they should take, and they seemed to fear that if they took more shares, they were taking on additional liability. You know, as a practical matter, 
they have loaned the company $60,000 so that if anything happened to their company, let's say they made uh, widgets that go out to the public, if something happened to one of those widgets and it was defective and someone was injured or sick as a result of interacting with that widget, then they would be liable for the extent of the $60,000 that they put in the company. And as directors of the company, they would be potentially personally liable for whatever happened in the company. So I want you to be very careful about joining other people's boards and the liability that may be involved in that. The point was for my clients that they, they could not erase the liability for that $60,000 loan that they've already made for the company by refusing to take any shares as shareholders. Because, you know, the, the court would impute liability to the extent that it was applicable, and they would also impute fraud to the extent that it's applicable. So my suggestion to them was that they had 75,000 authorized shares in the company. I suggested that they take 15,000 shares each for a total of 30,000 shares, and that would leave 45,000 shares sitting in the treasury. And those shares would be available for them to distribute to investors going forward or to each other as shareholders in the company. And there are some reporting requirements that you do need to be aware of when you're distributing your shares, even though it is a closely held corporation. You do need to report that issuance uh, to the state of California. If you're in another state, then I really invite you to talk to an attorney that does corporate law in your state and find out if you have any state reporting requirements because you do have some in California if you issue those shares, uh, even to your small, closely held group. So make sure that you do issue the shares. Have the conversation with your CPA. Find out what that ultimate tax picture is going to be and then make the decision. And be sure to keep your issuance log in your corporate book up to date so that you know who holds what shares. And that would be your transfer ledger that's at the back of your corporate book if you bought one. And if you didn't buy one, then they're easy to make. They're really not that difficult. You just uh, track which certificate you issued to whom for how many shares and for how much consideration. And then once they transfer that to someone else, then you want to track who that is, how much was transferred, what their address is, etc. It's all very simple and very doable. So that really is... And Oh, and one thing that I would like you to be aware of, the difference between a corporation and an LLC. An LLC is not able to authorize a certain number of shares and then issue some subset of that authorized number, like 75,000 authorized shares 
and 40,000 issue shares. They're not allowed to do that. An LLC must distribute 100% of its units. And so you will often find at the back of the operating agreement that the LLC membership unit division is actually in percentages and not in raw numbers. And that's the reason why. Because you cannot hold shares in a treasury in uh, the case of an LLC. But you can hold shares in the treasury in the case of a corporation. So I guess the moral of this story tonight, folks, is that I don't want you to be afraid of actually taking shares in your own corporation or issuing those shares to other individuals. I want you to have a conversation with your attorney and with your CPA to find out what the tax consequences will be because really it's your tax picture that's going to control. And if you are not sure of what that conversation should be, give me a call at 213-718-3468. You can also hit me up on Facebook, Sean.Arnold, A-R-N-O-L-D. I am the same on LinkedIn and Twitter, Sean.Arnold, very easy to find. I also invite you to tune in to Legal Biz Cafe every Wednesday night. I want to thank everyone who dialed in this evening. I did hear a few beeps for folks who dialed in. I want to thank you. Please join me again next week for Your Business Accelerated. Thank you, everyone, and good night. 